Hello everybody, welcome to our podcast, Devils Across the Pond. This is your host Prajwal and Sorry. again we are a father-son duo who's commenting on United Games this season. We'll be honest, we were camping this weekend and we tuned in uh, to the game. The, the cell phone reception was spotty and, and patchy but we were able to catch most of the game and unlike our United team we actually tuned on, tuned through the whole game as best as we could and i mean where do you even start right yeah we thought it couldn't get worse even from like tuning in in spots De Gea's mistakes letting De Silva get the goal but Thomas Frank's lineup was pretty good they started with Ivan Tony and Buemo and Buemo got past um Shaw for the fourth goal. For the fourth goal, and I think Shaw needs to work on his ability to catch up with his strikers. Man United was getting slaughtered by Brentford's strikers. I know. I mean, last episode we said that Brentford was going to be a physical match, uh, and boy, did we get a you know good beating. Uh, beating, yeah. And uh, again, we thought it couldn't get worse from last season, but uh, I mean, we are rock bottom right now, and as it stands. It could even get worse, right? Because we have Liverpool visiting. Yeah, uh, people so are predicting that United is going to lose like 8-0. Who said that? Anyway, um, so let's uh, provide, you know, a good assessment of this game. Uh, briefly talk about the goals. Uh, there's so many negatives to talk about. You know, if we can find any positives, uh, we'll talk about the transfers and the next game lineup. So here we go. Um, so what was the overall assessment? What did you, what did you make out of the game overall? Um, uh, I think United need to work on their defense and the midfield. The mid the defenders couldn't link up with the midfielders, and De Gea and Maguire. De Gea was slow to the ball, letting De Silva score the first goal. Maguire was pretty slow. People are blaming Lissandro Martinez, but. I don't know if it's re- really his fault because... And it's only his second game too. Yeah, right? I don't blame him. Yeah, so De Gea, I'm, you know, we, we are thankful that, you know, he's served here for almost 10 years now, right? And he's been a faithful servant. Uh, but there's no question that he can, you know, build from the back, uh, especially with Maguire. They're, they're so, so slow when you're watching TV where we are, as we said last time, we're begging both of them to, to pass the ball forward. And we have, you know, Fred and McTominay to look forward to usually too. So that doesn't help either. So the forward line never gets the, the service it needs. Um, I don't know. So, you know, I think we do need a goalkeeper that will challenge De Gea, uh, who's good at his feet passing. Um, the first goal was a, a simple, you know, mistake. The second goal... He should never have passed the ball to Eriksson, who's already, you know, uh, he was marked one-on-one. Lissandro was free on his left. He should have passed to Lissandro, or at least, if not passed to the right, uh, who where Maguire was open. So the, the simple mistakes cost the first two goals, and after that, it was basically downhill, right? We were always, you know, catching up with Brentford. We had to go and attack, and, you know, the, the fourth goal was a counter-attacking goal by Brentford. So, you know, we dug our own grave, like yeah. the first one. 30 minutes in? Yeah, but I think it started in the 10th minute where Brentford scored their first goal. De Silva got 
well, the two, the both Brentford players, they tackled Ronaldo, and I think Ronaldo went down a little too easily, letting the ball go to De Silva. And it was De Gea's fault, but I think Ronaldo should have still chased the ball, at least trying to give a fight. And, you know, De Silva, uh, Fred, uh, he was way up ahead of the ball too, so we didn't have, you know, we lacked a midfielder there too, marking. So again, there's a comedy of errors for the first goal. Uh, you know, we could still have come back, but second goal, you know, another, I would still say De Gea mistake. Too slow from the back, and instead of passing on, he passes to Eriksen, who is again man-marked by, you know, the Brentford player, and of course we lose the ball. And after that, I think we were always, you know, uh, working against to, to get the equalizer. There was no coming back after the second goal. We were already done and dusted by then, I think. And it was only a matter of, you know, how many additional goals would Brentford get. Um, the third goal was a corner goal. I think we had eight players in the penalty box. Uh, Martinez was the only one blamed, I think, by most pundits. But again, you know, he... The goal scored because you know he was he's trying his best, but we should have cleared the ball you know long long ahead, right? We had all these other players who were doing nothing basically in the penalty box. Um, so so many weaknesses. I mean, we could talk about each player. I mean, we talked about De Gea, uh, talked about Maguire, Luke Shaw. Let's talk about Luke Shaw. The fourth goal was you know it was a foot race between Shaw and. And they started from a counter attack, and I think Luke Sa should try and work on his speed and agility because he got beat a little too easily by Mbwemo letting Mbwemo score, and De Gea should have maybe have been ready because he knew that Mbwemo was coming, so maybe he should have shifted to either way he would think he would shoot and maybe mm -hmm. dive for it a little more. Yeah, and I still don't know why he started this game, Luke Shaw. You know, Malaysia did pretty well in the preseason and he looks more sharp. And I think, I mean, I would be surprised if Shaw starts next game. It has to be Malaysia. And he did pretty well after coming in the second half in, in the Brentford game. So, uh, Malaysia, I would say left back has to start. There, there's no question. Uh, midfield, um, let's talk about... Eriksen, I think he was playing a defensive midfield, which is not really his forte. I mean, he plays an attacking uh, midfield. His, he was much better in, in our first game where he had that position. And I would still start Eriksen for the Liverpool game up front. Yeah. And in place of Bruno, you know, I again, I love Bruno. He's done wonders since coming in. But the last six, seven months, I mean, we don't talk about Bruno enough because he has... I don't know. I think he's frustrated easily, missed passes. I mean, he's a, been a creator, but... He hasn't been at his best. Yeah, lately. he hasn't been at his best. Like for and, himself. you know, raising hands, getting frustrated. It's it's almost like, you know, Cristiano Junior there, right? Uh, throwing tantrums. Mm -hmm. So I would start Ericsson as the creative, you know, number mm -hmm. 10 role, uh, I think, behind the forward line, right? Yeah. This whole team needs an overhaul. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about that in a bit, you know, about how we get out of this hole, you know, in the in the coming months. Uh, I think Eric Ten Hag has a big, you know, he has his... Plans. His work out for him, right? He has a big, big uh, challenge ahead of him. Uh, so, now, 
Sancho, Rashford, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if they have gotten enough. I mean, Rashford, he's been out of shape and out of form, or out of form, let's say, um, since last season. There were glimpses of his form sort of getting back in the preseason, but again, it's preseason. I mean, I think he hasn't really shown much. And I don't really blame as much to the forward line because they haven't been getting, getting enough service from the midfield, right? So, I don't know. It's too early to blame even Sancho uh, on the right. Uh, you know, he's, he's not used to this sort of you know, team that is falling apart uh, from the defense and from the midfield. Yeah, he's used to like the Dortmund players like Haaland, but now yeah, he's now on he a different team. <laughs> now he has to play with uh, McTominay and Fred. Yeah. So, um, and, uh, you know, again, as we said, this team might need an overhaul that, you know, Ryan Nick had pointed in the last season. And again, it is not easy to do this right now in, in, the, in the beginning of the season. Uh, all the transfers that we might get in the next month could be, you know, before the deadline day uh, for transfers could be all panic buys. Uh, we are looking for all these different players left and right without any proper strategy. So let's not, our, you know, our, our view is that let's not jump into these mindless transfers without proper uh, thinking. Yeah. Maybe give uh, the young players a chance in in our next game. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk about the lineup uh, in our in our uh, next game, right? So positives. Any any positives from this game, Sarian? Or I don't think that there's any positives because Brentford, they were basically. It's like Man United had to keep up, and it was like Man United was the dog, and Brentford was kept pulling the leash for them to go. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to have any positives, right? We're so frustrated. You know, the only only positive is that I would say is Ten Hag knows like the right off the bat, the first two games, how bad this 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 bunch of players are, this this team is. So he knows that you know at least we didn't find out like going you know uh, October November that he knows that this team is bad. He knows right off this bat, you know, that this team is. So he has to make changes. He has to either give some other players a chance. So that's the only positive. And what are the other things? I think we've, you know, people have talked about ownership a lot, Glazers, right? Uh, and, and I know Suryan is young enough that you, you don't know much about the, the Glazers family and the ownership, but... Yeah, I know that they haven't been putting a lot of money in for the transfers. Well, they haven't been putting money out of into the team at all. Yeah. Um, so that... You know, it is a huge problem. So, from the from the top, and you know, other people like Gary Neville and others have pointed out why this needs to change for United to to do better, right? You know, if the owners are not doing the right thing, you can expect you know a manager to come in and and do the right things right away in its time. And we've had a, a history of really bad transfers since twenty thirteen, uh, and before that, you know. It was Ferguson who was basically, you know, passing these holes because uh, he had this really good man management, and now we we are basically cycling, recycling through these managers to to realize that you know United is not doing well from the top to bottom, and again this hopefully will change, uh, but you know it's hard. You know we are trying to find this, you know, some owner 
with like all this money, billion dollars to come and take charge. And how do you find these people right now? It's, it's hard. Uh, all right, let's talk about transfers. Again, we've talked about, you know, how United needs uh, wholesome changes. I don't think one play, one or two players will change much. Uh, you know, we've been linked to every player in the, in the last week, you know, since our first loss to... Uh, uh, our first loss to Brighton and now after this loss we've been linked to all these players I think every all these players are going to be panic buys so I don't think we are going to be doing well um, do you see any any player coming in and making any impact I mean who, who do you go for at this moment or do you think we should just rely on the young players I think we should rely on the young players but I don't think we should give up the transfers I mean who knows? There might be a player because other players who come to United said they've been dreaming to come to United since they're a little kid. So some players from like, they have players, they think. Who would you get now though? I think if you had to get one player. I would try to convince De Jong, but if we couldn't get De Jong, try and get a midfield player that could fill in Fred or McTominay's spot. Yeah. Well, I mean, De Jong... Uh, right, he, I don't think he's going to Yeah, it's come. looking less likely. So that, you know, that's that doesn't look good for United. But, Maybe. Uh, you know, I again, I think this kind of uh, fits into our uh, our next topic, which is the lineup for the next game. And again, you know, rather than being linked to all these different players and hoping that they'll perform good, our thought is less give our youngsters the chance so let's talk about the next lineup it is against liverpool so things would get really worse still you know we are rock bottom right now but you know it could be even more bad uh, in in the next week luckily although you know i think we're uh, liverpool will be out of nunes because he just got a red card against uh crystal palace so yeah. he will be out of them and they look a little out of shape in the first two games but having said that this is our lineup we think Heaton's going to start and go because De Gea made a few mistakes. Might, and if possible, we, Eric Ten Hag might put some of the youth team, team players to like give them a chance, see how they're doing. Yeah, we are saying let's just overhaul the whole 11 that played last week. Just give them a chance to just sit down and think. So, you know, our left back, Malase, has to start. I, I would put him as the first name on the team sheet for next game. Yeah. Martinez, we still think it's too early to judge Martinez. We still want him. He's a good passer of the ball. Let's stick with Martinez. And for Maguire, I mean... Uh, I don't think he's going to play. Vermont might fill his spot. Yeah, he's the captain, but let's pick Varane for this team. Uh, and then Dalo, I mean, I think he has... You know, let's give a chance to Juan Bisaka. You know, defensively, maybe he will... Put those, you know, spider tackles in for the Liverpool game. We might need that. Now, the mid, you know, we've been struggling with this middle. But we say give chance to Zidane Iqbal. Yeah, uh, Zidane it, has been good with midfield. Uh, in the Liverpool game in preseason, he he was doing good. He was, like, going towards the ball, tackling, small passes, you know, small passes savage, playmaking. Right? So let's give Jidanik Bal. We've seen some flashes of brilliance. I would rather we would rather you know United lose with the young team than you know suffer one more you know loss with with like yeah. Fed McTominay and and the same old guys in the back. So let's give Jidan. 
you know, it could be partnered with Savage. I mean, we could even go with Garner, although there are rumors that he might, he's, you know, getting a transfer or loaned out. But either Garner or Savage, I think, uh, maybe a start. And then we, you know, as much as we'd like Bruno, I think Ericsson might have to start in, in place of Bruno, right below, you know, Martial. I think Martial is back fit now. And for right winger, I think I'm going to put Garnacho. Because left wing. Oh, right, left wing. And right will stick with Sancho. Garnacho, why Garnacho? He's good. In the Rao Valacana game, he nutmegged the player. He was doing really good. He was passing the ball. He almost scored a goal. He's He, he has a little pizzazz to the team. Yeah, I think every time he got the ball, we were like, he might do something. So I think we need that. We really, you know, we just need something to cheer up United fans. And I think Garnacho on the team would, would do that, you know. Yeah, we need some sort of spark of light to try and re... reinvigorate the team. Yeah. And, you know, we still, you know, want to start with Sanzo. He hasn't really, you know, done well. But, uh, you know, I think he would still, for us, would make that team. So again... That's our lineup. Heaton on the goal, one Bisaka on the right, Varane Martinez as central uh, defense, and Malasia on left back with Zidane and Garner, and then Eriksson just above them with Sancho on the right and Garnacho on the left, and then and, Martial, he's yeah. back fit. Cristiano, yes, he's the superstar, but just the whole mood is so gloomy right now with all these other players that started on uh, against Brentford last week that... I think we need a change just to bring the, the the mentality up, right? Yeah. So that's our lineup uh, against Liverpool. Um, you know, a draw would be a big improvement at this point. Uh, but as we keep saying, it almost looks like we haven't hit rock bottom yet. You know, there's so much, you know, I don't think the players are gelling well against either. We have heard about, you know, uh, players, you know, discontent with each other there's all these training ground you know fights and, and disagreements and leaks coming out of the team so it's not a very good well-functioning team so I, I think those players need to be benched you know they're not playing for the badge they I mean you know they're not worthy of the United shirt at this point right yeah I think that we need to give the young players a chance because if we keep on starting the same like the old, like the first team. If we keep starting them, we'll never. And if we keep losing, then we need to start a different team. Make sure we're not just starting the same team and. Yeah, it's very toxic. Losing. You know, like give give the so we are saying give the kids a chance. You know, when are they gonna be good at it? You know, unless we give them a chance, we don't know. And you know, we've seen Arsenal giving chance to Saka and Martinelli and you know Odegaard. I mean, they're all really young players and they've done very well even though they've struggled but you know we would rather struggle with you know Zidane, Garnacho and Garner and Savage than than see Fred McTominay and, and Saw and, and Maguire the, struggle. And all, the, and all the same players that we struggled And we know they we season. know these players are not up to it because we've seen this whole last season for one year. This has been going for almost one year, right? Yeah. I mean, who gets like a year chance to improve in, in in any other job? You know, you get fired up, you get you get you get fired from your job, and these players have had a chance for almost uh, twelve months now. So it is time to overhaul. Yeah, we need some sort of spark, an impact, like a transfer, or we need either 
the youth players. We need something. We need like a player, or we need Eric Tenag to do a new tactic. We need something to make them better, so we can um, tie at Liverpool. All I right. mean, I would be surprised if we won the game. I think that's an overstatement. I think we would. Yeah, I mean, even a I draw think, would be a good achievement. Yeah, I think, but I, yeah, I think, I think we are draw. preparing for a loss, to be honest. Anyway, uh, this, you know, we'd like to do a podcast in happier times as well. And, you know, this certainly has been a tough start. But as promised, we'll still keep on bringing our post-match analysis from a fan's perspective across the pond here in the United States. So if you like it, please listen to us every week. And follow. Uh, if you can follow, that'd be awesome. So thank you very much. Uh, we'll be back again next week with Devils Across the Pond. Thank you. See you next time.